and thank you for tuning in to Wounded Harmony, where we overanalyze three to five minutes of your life. I'm David Obie. And I'm Hannah. And we're still Wounded Harmony. This is the show where we critique a whole bunch of music and yell at each other uh, very for a very fruitful discussion. Today, yeah. this week, whatever type of unit of measurement you want to use, we will be discussing rock music and three rock songs. This week, our special guest is no one. That's right. Every so often, yeah, it is the ghost in the room. You, you didn't let me know about that person. You know. Well, we should, I, yeah, I feel like this is some, something on you. I feel like this is something you should have discussed with me before we started the well, podcast. Well, I'd like to keep you on your toes. Okay. Well, he doesn't have a voice, so every so often there will only be two voices that we'll discuss. If you like that, if you don't like that, whatever, leave a comment and tell us whether or not we need to shut up and have another person or not. Please don't like curse or anything in the comments no please you know do. what let's all keep civil because we're people we're kid friendly that is very true <laughs> so this week we are talking about rock music which i know i know people are like what is rock music especially in the 21st century it started originally like as like this really crazy genre that came out of jazz country music and blues if we're thinking like an overall definition we're thinking of like rock music that uh, contains a bass guitar, electric guitar, and drums. But, you know, rock music is now interesting, and we'll get into that later. But the three songs that we're talking about today is Imagine Dragons Believer, Panic at the Disco's High Hopes, and Zombies Bad Wolves. So, how are you feeling, David? Uh, I feel like we have a pretty good lineup here of music, and uh, that clanking was my laptop being thrown across the room. You know. Just casually trying to see if it actually holds up to the strain of a crazy lifestyle. I started liking rock music very recently. Actually, the third song on this list, uh, Zombie, it introduced me to how the genre is and how it works, and I really like the sound of that song, and I may or may not be already spoiling how I feel about it, but other than that... <sighs> Getting ahead of yourself. Uh, you know... <laughs> That's me. How do you feel about rock music At, um, after your uh, passive aggressive comment towards past rock music? I must admit, hard rock music isn't my cup of tea. So, like, if you start having, like, the really uh, big guitars and drums and people screaming everywhere, nah. Nah. That's not me. But if we're talking, like, this weird uh, 21st century rock pop version, I'll listen to that, and we'll have a couple songs on this list that kind of uh, emulate that, and are actually some of my, like my favorite songs. So no matter what, it either sounds bad or it sounds weird to you. Pretty much. All right, this is gonna be great. <laughs> Our first song, "Imagine Dragons" by a Believer. This is debate. Believer by Imagine Dragons. Believer by Imagine Dragons. Oh, man. Some say this might be the uh, only good song on the album of Evolve. Uh, all the rest of the music sounds very generic, sounds not like Imagine Dragons. Yeah, I'd agree. I mean, there's good songs on it, but it's not a rock album. How do you feel about Believer? <laughs> Wrong genre. I like it. I mean, me, I'm a lyrics person, so I, I really like the lyrics in this head, be, or uh, this song, just because it talks a little bit more about, like, um, becoming a better person, but also, like, being able to uh, say all the things, like, just getting over shyness and coming out of the shell. So I really, I like the lyrics. And in the song, and, like, how the melody flows as well is, is good. 
Me, I'm not a lyrics person. Ah, uh, we all know that. Yeah, well, I'm gonna keep establishing that every single time. I, when I listen to a song, I listen to uh, the nitty-gritty details of every little instrument that goes in place. I think this is a really good song. Ooh. Um, this song is very heavily percussion. Per- percussion. Percussion, thank you. Very per- heavily per- percussion. Oh my god. Percussion-based, head-banging song. And me, I fancy myself a good bit of hang- head-banging. I cannot speak. This song just has a really relentless drive with all the percussion and the, especially the second verse vocals. They do not give up. There is no, no breath or space in between of any part of that song. This song is probably one of the hardest songs to like actually cover in the sense that the, the like if you like think about have, trying to sing like I've tried to sing like the verses. The verses flow so rapidly that it almost comes off across like as rap or like yeah, slow it's rap. Basically rap. But it's rock. It's really cool. It's there's uh, some bits in the song that work in the chorus that are uh, chroma- those chromatic bits, either with uh, the guitar or the vocals, um, and it just cranks up the intensity of those bits. That pause in chorus three. There, there's so much about this song that just builds up the intensity yeah. of how it sounds, especially and especially the weirdest part uh, being that he doesn't start singing until the third beat of the chorus. Generally, oh, you, like yeah, you start yeah. on the first, you start singing on the first beat. He waits a good two beats before he starts, and it's like you're waiting. It's like, is he there? Is there singing? Oh, there he is. It's pain. <laughs> and in my opinion, the final chorus is just perfection. Yeah. yeah. Very few bad parts, or not even really bad parts, just nitpicks. Comparatively, the third verse is just a little weak. It's and just kind of the same thing again. I so don't know. this would be the lyrics. The, is it the "You're the face of the future, the blood in my veins"? Yeah. No. It's "Last Things Last." I think is where it starts. Uh, so you're talking about "Last Things Last" by the grace of the fire and the flames. You're the face of the yeah. future, the blood in my veins. It, it's not bad. It's just compared to the other verses, there's just a little less going on. Also, the ending isn't great in the sense yeah. of it just ends abruptly. There's no yes. closure. There's nothing. It's just like, no, by the way, we're done. There's a there's no sustain pedal. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. Just like, I guess what I can say about the ending is like, you're just in this emotionally driven intense song it's just like what's the best way to stop intensity just an intense silence to match it so i I guess that makes sense it wouldn't have made sense to like have a slow gradual decease in sounds any other thoughts any anything wrong with this song hannah no not at all actually i i this was really my first introduction to imagine dragons because yes i realized really well I listened to a little bit of the previous album, but I never quite understood their headspace till they got to this song. It made sense to me. I, what happened I know with Radioactive? I was heavily homeschooled. I'm waking up to ash and dust. I wipe my brow and I sweat my rust. How would you rate this? I'd buy it. I'd buy it too. Yay. Woo, we have closure. <laughs> Fire, 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 f
Panic at the Disco, otherwise known as another band that I really haven't listened to, or, um, but ended up being pleasantly surprised to uh, for this song because I liked it. But again, this is a very like weird pop rock crossover. But if we go back to like our initial definition of uh, rock music as guitar and drums based, this song fits. It does. Uh, it does. There's guitars in this song. I got to re-listen to it. <laughs> there are guitars in this song. Um, further, it was released uh, back in March of this year, and um, right now it it's actually Panic at the Disco's third top forty hit, and it's the band's highest charting single of all time in all the world. So, you know, it's a good song for Panic at the Disco's fans. So, what do you think? What do I think? Give give it to us. I think it's a good song. I did, but guitar? Where's the guitar? There's a guitar. Okay, like, if there's a guitar, it is not the main focus of this song at all. I would agree with that. When I first heard the first bit of the song, it's a fanfare. I it's would a fan. Agree it's with almost that. like it's a pep band. There's a. It, it, it's a brass section with snare drums. There's an interesting transition from that pep band with the violin. That's when you like realize, oh, the, yeah, this is this is a rock song. Um, his vocals, that's very recognizable vocals for good reason. Yes. Yeah. He, he has a great voice in this song. And uh, yeah. I also really like the uh, the bridge with the, the choral harmony, uh, yeah. the whole chorus that was behind him. Some things I... I wouldn't even say I didn't necessarily like, but more just like, if I could find anything wrong with the song. <laughs> uh, just some bits, like uh, the artificial low voice, um, yeah. and some of the artificial sounds. With uh, all the, the brass and the violin and all these natural sounds, it kind of is out of place when you hear some kind of like static buzz. Yeah. Or yeah. very lo- the very low voice that, granted, yeah. is a part of Panic at the Disco, yeah, but it, it, I don't know. It, it could. I feel like you could argue it didn't necessarily fit. The chorus, the second and third time you used the chorus, didn't really do much different. Yeah. I mean, there was the first part where they did kind of like segment the percussion and the yeah. instruments, and uh, that is different. But then when you get to like the second part of the chorus, uh, it's really just the same as the second chorus. Granted, though. The way that they masked it, you wouldn't really know that, and you'd still feel like, yes, this is the ending of the song. It is yeah. as big as it gets. So yeah. it it kind of makes up for that. And again, with this song, it didn't feel like it really ended. I agree with you, because I listened to this song. Actually, I've listened to all three of these songs, and I thought it was the same thing. Because yeah. just all ended. three of these songs it have bad ended. endings. I guess that might be the um, the real definition of rock music. Yeah, <laughs> it's, a, it's just a bad <laughs> ending. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really liked this song, but I do think, like, it's a very pop-esque song. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I can see why it's a rock song, but I also can see why people like it, um, for pop music. I mean, for, on the rock side, it, it charted number two on the Billboard's Hot Rock charts. Um, but, like, I really like the lyrics of the song, just, like, whenever you get to, like, this part of the song where it says, like, Mama said, burn your biographies, rewrite your history, light up your wildest dreams... Museum victories every day. Museum victories. That I like that line and like the idea of coming up with something like if you're coming from like an underdog and you go to a museum and you see all these different like uh, huge big events in history and all these victories and you're like, 
oh, I want to be like that person, but I have no idea, but I can't because I'm such a small person, but all the big victories actually come from a very small place. And so I really like that line and it captures that entire idea in two words. I do think that this is a song that can be easily overplayed in the sense that like, it's probably going to be. Yeah, exactly. It it, it can be overplayed. Um, right now, this is like probably like the third, first couple times that I've listened to it that I still like it. But if I keep hearing this maybe down the road, <laughs> I have a feeling that I'm going to quickly change. Just because like the weird pop vibe to it mm. um, and like how the vocals match with that vibe and like just the instrumentation. I, I like it now, but like eventually even the lyrics won't do it for me. How would you feel the mood of the lyrics is? Um, hopeful. Hopeful? Okay. Yeah. Well, that's good, because I feel like with the, uh, the emotion of the instruments is definitely, like, kind of, like, an epic and inspiring, so that, yeah. that's good that it matches. Yeah, yeah. I was just curious if, like, there's any, like, disconnect there. No, no, no. That, that, it fits. Like, that is a very good song in the sense that the lyrics and the instrumentation actually fit. Instead of uh, being weirdly disconnected, I like that 21 Pilots song and legend. <laughs> okay, how would you rate this song? That's about to guess, um, but... Maybe maybe I would surprise you. Because I have a worry that this would be an overplayed song, I'm going to say I'm listening to it in passing. Really? Really. <sighs> well, I'm just going to sound like the most optimistic person in the world because I would buy it. Oh, yeah. Please don't ever do that again. <laughs> Zombie by Bad Wolves by the Cranberries. This song is what got me into rock music. Explain the whole zom- uh, zombie, <laughs> cranberries, bad wolf connection. This song was originally by um, the Cranberries. Uh, the lead singer was Dolores O'Riordan. I'm going to screw up her name and I'm so sorry. She is Irish. O'Riordan, I'm going to say. And Bad Wolves wanted to do a cover of this song and they were going to they asked her to do a rep- to reprise her vocals. Um, but then, unfortunately, she passed away before they could get together. So instead, what they did was, they still went along, they released a song with their lead singer, Tommy Vexed. Um, they did it in memory of her, and all the proceeds of the song all go to O'Riordan's family. Mm-hmm. Uh, some interesting things about the actual lead singer, um, he's, f- uh, if you heard that name before, if you heard this voice before... He's from, uh, originally, X-Bands called Divine Heresy, Snot, and Westfield Massacre. In fact, all of these band members have been from something before, which I almost feel like might be a common occurrence with these type of rock musics. The drummer, bon- John Bacajillan from Devil Driver. I'm going to screw up all these names. Lead guitarist, Doc Coyle from God Forbid. Rhythm guitarist Chris Kane from Bury Your Dead and for the Fallen Drums, drums I screwed up in what I wrote. Um, and bassist Kyle Conkeel from In This Moment, Scar the Martyr, and Vimic. How do you feel about this song? I've already kind of established that like a hard rock is not my, my cup of tea. But I like the lyrics of the song a bit, just because it's um, an interesting take on... Um, uh, just how people perceive the world and comparing them to zombies of all things. But if I was a, like a music producer, I would music 
produce this entire thing completely differently. Because, again, I'm not a hard rock uh, kind of person, so I like the lyrics, but I'll take the lyrics and, like, use completely different instruments and everything. <laughs> so, what is the meaning of the lyrics, seeing how I don't listen to them? To me, it's, it's talking about war is going on and violence is going on, but it, like, to take a more um, modern-day take, like, there's war and violence going on in the Middle East. But here in America, we don't really see it except for on TV. And if we don't follow, watch TV, then we don't see it. So we are kind of like these mindless people just kind of in our own lives, uh, doing our schoolwork, uh, working our jobs. So we're zombies. Like, we do not see what the world around us is. So this song is really like a call to, like, hey, look beyond that. Don't be a zombie. And um, just kind of like being able to see the violence and try to put a stop to it. What are you thinking? You just got really I'm, quiet I'm, there. I'm just thinking of what I'm going to say about what I love about this song, <laughs> which is all of it. Oh, know. gosh. But there is good and bad, and thankfully, I can actually say that there's some actual bad things, not just nitpicks in this song. Yeah. But we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. Good parts. Love the dystopian sounding beginning. That eerie yeah. piano, yeah. that static noises. It really fits well with the mood of the song. And the lyrics. But again. Lyr- yeah, and the lyrics. Yeah. Um, it has a lot of great sound with that piano, that whoever that guy is, the, his vocals, his great vocals, um, and then those two sounds together, and the guitar behind it, and the chorus is basically amazing. <laughs> it just repeats the same word. Like, let me, let me look at this. So um, what? Um... One, two, three, four, it's five, emphasizing six a point. Times. Six times. And, He's and establishing are... that you're a zombie. And some and if you're a zombie and you're dumb, you have to hear it more than once. <laughs> Let's go with that, okay? <laughs> some not so great parts of a great song. Yeah, the chorus. If you've heard it the first time, you're going to hear it the second time, and you're going to hear it the third time. It is probably, like, it's one of those things where I really didn't know this song, but then, like, David was playing it for me, but I heard the chorus, and I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, I have heard the song. Where have I heard this song? You've probably heard the chorus somewhere. Um, <laughs> the second verse is repeated. They just, I mean, is it repeated word for word? Yeah. 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 The line that has... 2018 in it. Uh, it's the same old thing in 2018. That's gonna get dated real fast. In fact, I think it's gonna be, oh, I don't know, in 2019. <laughs> Granted, yes. In the original uh, yes. song, it, yes. they said since 1916, right? Yes, I believe so. Since 1916. So. Yeah. The song originally came out in 94, uh, but they right. like. But they were like. Re- referencing something that happened in 1916. Right. So it's. Yeah. It makes sense since 1916. It's still happening in 2018. It makes sense. It's still going to get dated. Um, the guitar solo uh, in the instrumental is good, but I feel like it's somewhat misplaced for the mood of the song. And, mm-hmm. oh my god, I hate fade-out endings. <laughs> that is the lit... Like, if... <laughs> cutting is one thing. There is, it can be some musical reason for why you just abruptly uh, do a song. Like, uh, Believer... Yeah. But fade-out endings are just so lazy. It's like, I, I how do we end the song? We'll just play the same thing we've been playing, but we'll do it softer. 
Regardless of all that, I'd buy it. I don't... Stick it to you. Yeah, I, I, it's wounded. No. Yes. No. Yes. How? I don't it's know, not I bad. I don't want to even listen to it in passing. I don't want to listen to it again. Well. So it's wounded. You're wrong. Ugh. Thank you for listening to Wounded Melody. Please like, subscribe, do whatever you're supposed to do on these programs. Let us know how we're doing. Uh, let us know how you want our show to be run because obviously we're doing it wrong. <laughs> I'm David Obi. And I'm Hannah. And we are... Wounded, Wounded Harmony. Harmony. I forgot to work on that.